Hey, and welcome to the Rugby Report Guard for the first round of the international season and a little bit of Super Rugby snuck in there in between. Fellas. Hey. 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 So, James, Blake and Richard, and uh, it's good to be back. Yeah, it's great to be back. Also, great, not even a round, I don't even know what to call this group oh, of games. Oh, so really, much better, though. I loved it. Yeah. What do you mean? It was just the rugby this week. Yeah. Though. It was so invigorating. Right. Really? Yeah. You, you yeah. weren't in? No, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. I just didn't know whether to call it a round. Normally you call it a round, but it wasn't a round. It was like round 16 of the Super Rugby slash international slash Arvo series. Yeah, it was, it was heaps odd. That Hurricanes-Chiefs game is just heaps weird. Yeah. It threw the whole thing. Yeah. But it set the tone. It did. Great game. Yeah. Coming to you at uh, 3 p.m. Sunday uh, afternoon here for the Test Rugby time slot. Sunday? Sunday. It's Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, the game was yesterday. Yeah, I know. I'm saying we're doing the podcast at 3 p.m. on well, Sunday. That's a lie. It's yeah, 11 a.m. So they don't know that when they listen to it's it. It's 11 10, mate. And then by the time we get our shit together, mate, we'll be out till Thursday. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Welcome to that. They just made such a big point of these Arvo test games. I thought we'd just do the podcast at just 3 p.m. on jump Sunday. Jump on the bandwagon. with it. Yeah. Fuck it. Isn't it so sad? Doesn't that show, though, that you can't get a lead sponsor other than Qantas that you've got to put on the middle of the pitch Arvo test series? Mm. It's not even like the, I don't know, the. Telstra series or so. There's so much wrong with the administration of that game, the crowd. But, <laughs> but fuck that. Let's talk positive. Let's talk rugby because that's what we can do. Anyone can see that the game's drowning yeah. and the sponsors are running. Yeah. Um, but let's talk rugby. Okay. Because that's that's was fucking pleasing. Other yeah. rugby's just the catchphrase they're pushing to sell it. They just got three shit teams on tour. Yeah. We'll just put it in a time slot that yeah. suits your family-friendly time slot. Bring the kids. Yeah, and no, no one bought them. No. Um, anyway, no kids. And, and just in addition to that, um, isn't it a real shame that, that the people there probably still went and watched their uh, local team rather than they're going to watch the rugby? Yeah. And then the South African, and then the South African and France thing was like they're both making pitches for the 2023 World Cup yeah, on the jersey. The France had on the jersey and it was a big, big thing. France didn't even send their best team there either. Okay. Anyway, can I just but make yeah, a one let's point? Not be Hang on, let's, let's look at a good thing. How good was it that the Fiji second row, the the the, uh, the seven specialist, catches the ball? Normally, a big second row boshes it up. No, he saw space, chipped it over the top. That's how, what they do. How many second rows are going to do that? That's what happens when you come from seven, so I guess. <sighs> um, where, where should we start? They try to not to coach that shit out of them anyway when oh, they come with that I stuff. Know. They let them play that game. As an NFL fan, did you like the one-handed NFL quarterback-style pass across the pitch as well? Oh, I, I liked uh, Odell Beckham playing nine more. <laughs> <laughs> Simpson as he was called on the commentary. <laughs> Should we start with the Australian game then? Sorry. Yes. Yeah, if you want to. Does it feel like that's where we're going? Yep. All right, what do we think? First game for the Wallabies? Do you know what? Let's just get one thing straight. I think the Wallabies were in a no-win situation here, weren't they? Like, it was first game, they got some new players in. If they won by 50, they would have said, oh, we'd have won by, you know, that's what they should do. They're not a tier one nation, Fiji, but uh, that's what we should do. If they don't win by 50, people start to complain. So are they in a no-win situation um, by only winning 37-14? However, um, there were a lot. I thought there was lots of strong points in that game. As yeah, well. I tend to agree with you, but I think I think it is a positive. I think we needed a team like Fiji, and I don't think they're anywhere near as easy as they used to be. No. Everyone on their roster is a professional player now, and I think you could just tell by the age of the Fijians that they are all. French professional rugby players. Mm. Don't get me wrong, they're not a tier one international side, but they're not a walkover anymore. No. Um, and they take some beating and, and the job was done. Mm. So, does it worry you though? They're slightly sorry to um, the amount of time that Australia did have to defend for, though. 
Yeah, and and I tweeted this that it just seems whenever we don't have David Pocock on the field, we have no ability to pilfer, and I think that's where we miss mm. Scott Fardy, who normally does a bit of that heavy lifting for us. Um, yeah, it's it's concerning, um, probably because Fiji don't kick it, mm. so we would expect to have the ball kicked back to us. But guys, neither in New Zealand. No, I know. So and we couldn't sustain that against New Zealand. So yeah, the breakdown was was a big issue. I think there was a, a conceded effort to avoid the breakdown for Australia, mm. um, and hence why our defence was so strong. Mm. But yeah, you should have more possession, particularly when the offload game is so prevalent for the Fijians, and they're consistently looking for that. So they don't actually commit that many to the breakdown. Yeah, anyway you should themselves. be able to steal a bit of ball. Yeah, yeah. Hardwick came on and made a big difference there. Yeah, the I think Higginbotham was supposed to pick up most of that slack. Supposed to busy around the ruck and uh, putting a lot of pressure on him to get the ball, but it's not his natural game. No. He likes to be a little bit looser, running, offloading game himself. Look, positives wise, um, I thought Genia, who I know one of you absolutely loves, Will Genia. It's a very good player. Yeah, very and good. And that player. hair, very match, nice. mate. Yeah, I thought he did really well. And it's and look, I know they've only played together. I think it was ten times, but that combination of Genia. Uh, Foley continues to evolve and obviously with, with Falau linking up with Foley so expertly it's particularly put a gold jersey on uh, on Falau and he seems to up his game by yeah, 10% he's it's Checker oh, whoever it just is just from him yeah probably um, so, I think it's just the players around him he doesn't have yeah. fucking Horwitz and <laughs> McDooling and shit like mm. he has good players around him so there is space yeah, other guys are demanding some space mm. so you can find some room for him just as a, a quick question, because I know you love him so much. Uh, how do you feel if you're uh, Godwin right now? So you've played 12 all season, whenever you can, all right? And Wallaby camp comes around. The guy who's probably going to play 12, Kirby, um, gets injured. So you think, right, okay, I'm the 12 that's playing right now. I should be first in. However, you move Kyle Michael Hunter, who's played 15 all year. Um, He's played to- a bit of 12, hasn't he? He played 12 in France, and he was a 6 in rugby league. Yeah, so but the point I'm making is yeah, he comes yeah. in and plays, I thought, really well, actually, as a you know for a short-term thing. I'm not saying it's a long-term problem. Where does Godwin actually stand now? Because he, he, he would be thinking, that's my place, no? For, forget Godwin. Let's yeah, just the, talk about Hunt. Godwin shouldn't hold Hunt's jockstrap. No, but I'm just saying, that's that's what he would have been thinking. Yeah. God, Godwin should be in the departure lounge of Sydney International <laughs> Airport, waiting for his flight to France. Um I think, I mean, let's talk Carmichael. I, I actually think it's a long-term solution. Oh, okay. I, like, I down the line think it is. I think it, it suits his game to How old team. is he? Is he old now? It wouldn't be the youngest bloke. I'd imagine be similar to Izzy or a year or two older. I think he's probably right in the prime now. Okay. Um, I, I think it is a long-term. I think he's okay. a guy 2019 who solution? But him or Kirtley, it'll be an interesting conversation. But what he offers... Would that be an interesting conversation, though? I don't know. We have to see Kirtley when he gets back. Let's have the conversation and see if it's interesting. His stature's grown while he's been overseas, Kirtley, because no one stood up. But I think what Carmichael brings is a physicality in the centres... Yet still... Are you trying to say Kelly Bill doesn't bring No, he does not. <laughs> but that's, that's been known for ages. But yes, yeah, every other true. bloke in Australian rugby who's bought that physicality mm-hmm. at 12 doesn't carry the ball in two hands. Yeah. When you look at Hodge, when you look at anyone else, Karevi, Kurandrani, anyone else who's had a run there um, who brings physicality carries the ball in one hand. Yeah. Carmichael Hunt takes it to the line, ball in two hands, uh, and he finds a bit of space for those guys mm. outside him. And he's physical. Mm. He's, he's going to shut down the traffic So I, I, I think he offers a lot He does and have a history A bit of a history of being a bit erratic Throwing some loose balls, dropping some easy passes But he is that Dan Herbert style of solid But 
what we probably need because there's a lot of flair in that back line as is. There's not much solidity. You're looking at me like I should know who Dan Herbert is, and I well, actually have no idea. Well, he'll be 13, pre-Sterling Mortlock. Him and Gray, man. After Little, before Mortlock. I apologise to all those people Crazy. out there that I do not know who Crazy. Dan Herbert is. Sorry. No, I, I think, um, honestly, I don't think Carmichael could have done himself a better service. Oh, no, I And I you. think when we score that try... Um, that really well-crafted try around the back. If you watch it, Carmichael Hunt was the guy who cleaned out. Mm. Curtly Bill's not doing that. Yeah, no, he's not. He's fanning that. out for the next ruck. But I think Curtly Bill's probably the more established player, the better player. I think that's a healthy competition mm-hmm. and a really good conversation to have. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I think problem solved. And then you have Karevi and Kuradrani fight it out for 13. Yep. It starts yeah. looking like a strong and healthy back line. Um, unfortunately... I don't think there's any pressure on Genia and Foley. It's those two, then daylight. Yeah. Even when power came on, his passing was a bit erratic. God, didn't he have a horrible day? Yeah. Poor kid. I know. It was like, mm, not done your chances. It was that you? thing where you were thinking, why didn't they just give Gordon a run? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's because he was in the camp last year and they've invested all this time into him. And he hasn't been playing too poorly for the uh, Brumbies, so just throw him in. Mm. Did we? Uh, what did you think of, uh, of of Carter being in there um, rather than Arnold, for example? I, I understood it because I think you know he ran on second behind Hooper, and he's the Brumbies captain, and Arnold plays under him at the Brumbies, and he's probably had the better Super Rugby season. Mm. But in the gold jersey, when Arnold came on, he made a massive difference. Yeah, I thought so too. He looked better than than yeah. Carter. So I think... But does that go back to the fact that the Arnold is more of an impactor or as Eddie Jones finisher kind of player more than Carter's not going to maybe make that much of a difference when he comes on? He's more of a starting, set-the-tone kind and of... Yes, that comes back to that point you made with Alan Wynne-Jones. He's not the dude that comes off the bench, no. even though someone might be better than him. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Oh, I, I just think it's good, healthy competition in the, mm. in the second row and, and Carter's three. Um, while we're on second row, Rob Simmons not being offered a contract at the Reds for next year. I can't believe that was a surprise to anyone. Yeah. Hey, mate. Yeah, I yeah. see you, bud. Thanks for coming. Yeah. <laughs> oh, talking to second row, actually, what did you think of, um, of Jeff Parling signing for the Rebels? Yeah, and Henry Hutchinson signing for the Rebels. Yeah. So what's going on there? Is there something they haven't told the force? Yeah. A lot of blokes signing. Yeah. And by the way, Jeff Parling... I Someone's going to make a decision. Yeah. Just sign him. Well, it seems like they have. If they're signing players... Yeah, Seriously. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's left Exeter to move to the other side of the world. He's not going to suddenly go, oh, you forgot to tell me. Good you know. signing for the Rebels. They've oh. had no second rowers. Yeah. So I don't know. Callum Retallick, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, they had to go. Had to go. I'm surprised Simmons didn't get picked up by the Rebels, really. If they're trying to keep oh, second rowers in cities. If I was the Tars, you know, I'd sign him. Tars a short second row too, mm. especially with Dean Mum leaving. Yeah. I, I would be on the phone to Simmons. He offers something. Like, he should be picked up. That's the type of guy where our super rugby teams suck when we let them go. I understand the Reds, they've got an abundance at the moment yeah. and a bunch of young blokes. Mm. Um, but Rebels and Tars are struggling yeah, for second rowers. Get him in. Mm. Um, well, I guess we'll just run through the Wallaby side. I think the back three, like we said, Falau grows a leg. Spate scored two. Um, big return for Halo Petty too. Yeah, again, he just offers so much um, to that team. Not only is he steps in as as another kicking option, he's good under the high ball, defensively sound. I just think he's a real... This doesn't make him sound like I'm saying he's a solid player, but I just think he adds so much to that back three. I think he, he's now... The other two, Spate's more of a finisher. Corobetti, if he plays, is more of a natural finisher. Naivalo. etc. But I just think for the balance of that back three and interchangeable between him and Falau as well in defence, I think he, he just adds a lot. He hard, he's hard to tackle. He's that white bony dude who's hard yeah. to tackle. 
Yeah. Whatever breed of man that is, that's what he is. Yeah, yeah he, he just bounces off Fijians. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Just never expect that to happen. No. I wasn't expecting them to win by 50 points, though, this Aussie team. If you're going off the conference form, I wasn't expecting them to put some blistering runaway performance. So this was pretty substandard to what I was mm. sort of hoping Substandard? Happen. Or standard? Standard. Standard? Not below standard. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, Plus, it's the first time they've been together yeah, for a while. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's that combinations are going to take time to, to evolve and stuff. I appreciate so, that. So we've discussed the backs, and I think there's a lot there. I think, in my opinion, the only thing, um, once Kirtley Beal comes back into the fold, it's going to be a really healthy, competitive, and Karevi back in. It's going to be a good back line. Lots mm-hmm. of competition. The only real concern for me is if, if Foley ever goes down, we are up shit creek without a paddle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've known that for a while, yeah, let's be honest. But other than that, the back line's looking good. So what do we what do we think of the forwards? I, I feel there's a few issues within that forward pack. I'm still not convinced by uh, by your by your front row, if I'm being totally honest. Like Pilotta now still he's he's scrummaged well. Um, Set piece dominance though, which is rare for an Australian side. We yeah, crushed him at scrum, crushed him at line out. Who are you playing though? Yeah. yeah. But you, you can know, only bet who you play. Yeah, completely. Um, but I'm still not. I'm still not sure on whether that's your first choice. Whether that's a well, you know, not world class, even just a tier one nation front row. I don't know whether that's really going to do too much. Like Robertson, I did, I'm not sure what he did for the majority of the game. Did he do that many ball carries? Did he actually do? I'm not actually... completely sold on Robertson myself. For me, no. for me, Robinson's the test is how well is that bloke in a scrummage mm. um, against some quality opposition? Because I think he's a scrummaging prop. He's tight head. That's that's all I want him to do. Mm. Al Alatoa does plenty around the park, and I thought he had a really good game. And Kepu and him fighting it out. It's that tight head. We don't have many answers. But it's it's going to stretch the starting row, though. Other than to Taft, because Stephen Moore, Jesus Christ, wasn't that a fall from grace? I love the fact that not love. That's harsh. That's really not harsh. It was funny that when the first pass got through to him and he dropped it and, and he threw got up in it. Oh, fucking got pumped. Yeah. Um, is there a conversation for Latu given we lacked breakdown work? Yes. But yeah. his set piece work is too unreliable, though. And they may reward it a bit more at the international level, because at Super Rugby kept getting pinged, mm. but. But at international level, your set piece is paramount. He's the most penalised dude this side of the equator, though. That's too much. I think that's with Crockett, but yeah. 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 <laughs> Crockett plays less minutes, but... Yeah, okay. I just did the equation. I'm a maths guy. Yeah. <coughs> I'm, I, do you know what? We, we've said he's done really well this year, but I'm not sure about... Uh, he started off strong, but then he just... We're talking about Latu, yeah? Yeah. Way too many penalties. Yeah. I, I just think... He, Charlie Rugby regretting signing Stephen Moore for the next 15 yeah, years yeah. or Stephen Moore regretting signing Stephen Moore? No, yeah. mate, he's getting no. paid. Stephen Moore is loving life. He could be shit and still get paid. He gets two haircuts a day, mate. That's how much money he's on. <laughs> uh, what did we think of uh, Hannigan, the back row, or the back row of Hannigan, oh. Hooper and, uh, um, and Higginbottom? Well, let's talk about him separately. I think Hannigan, great debut, offered heaps at the line-out, somewhere mm. we really struggled last By the way, to have five guys... Pretty much four four or five options at line now. That's unheard of. And I, think, and I think it was Czech compensating for struggling so much last year. And mm. God, you could tell. It yeah. looked, looked at function really, really well. Yeah. And Tataf's not the best line-out thrower. So no. Hannigan offered a lot there. Good ball carries. Good defender. Yeah. Um, I think there's a big future for Hannigan. My concern is when he's paired up with Hooper, you just don't have a genuine pilfer. And at this stage, Hannigan's not a genuine ball carrier. No. I'm not saying he won't be. The, the He's got room to grow. He's yeah, a young man. Yeah, he looks yeah, very thin. Yeah. He can be bigger than yeah. that. The, the, the counter argument, and I've said this before, is that there are international teams around there, and England is one of them, who function Play really well. One. We do not have a natural seven. Yeah. 
you know, the one of the, the young guys who's playing for England in Argentina at the moment, one of the Curry twins, he is a natural pilferer. But at the moment, we've done really well without one. So I don't think you need one per se. It helps if you we have did, one. We did against VJ. Yeah, I suppose. But I just think as a collective unit, you should be doing it more potentially. That, that That's the only thing I would say. But yes, the long-term development, you do need it. You do need it. If you're going to play that game, you need, you need someone who's going to jackal. Mm. Definitely. So I think Hannigan had a very good debut. Yep. It deserves a lot more minutes. Um, while we're on the back row, before we get Higginbotham and Hooper, uh, Hardwick was amazing. Yeah. He's he a genuine jackal. Dickie was he impressive, is. wasn't he? He was, yeah. He, yeah, he's good. Mm. The only thing I feel for the bloke is he's a very similar mould to McMahon, Hooper, Pocock, Gill. Like he's just come at the wrong generation. Well, McMahon hasn't played 60 tests and he's fucking off, isn't he? Yeah, well, that's the talk. That's the talk of the town. Mm. That's what the town says. I that's thought it was all written says. in the wind. I thought the wind took that one ages ago. No, I think it's still talk of the town. Oh, still spec? Yeah, still spec. But, yeah, mm. that, that's my concern with someone like Hardwick, that he'll find himself in the Liam Gill-type spot and go, ah, oh, fuck this, I'm out of friends. If the, if, the Rebels are, if the Rebels are signing players, surely McMahon must know the Rebels are still in business. Yeah. So does that even shed even more light on it? Maybe he left under the guise that his team was, was being defunct, whereas now his team surely is staying, so surely that should add more credence to the fact he should stay. No, nah, I thought it was some power play by the Rebels. If we sign these, then when we sue you, ARU, you're going to be up for twice the cash. That could be so that, just too. keep signing them. <laughs> that could be that, too. Just huge amounts of money. <laughs> Um, sorry, just finishing on Hardwick. Is there any chance of him playing six, maybe? So you back row Hooper, um, Hardwick, and Higginbotham? I mean, that's Fardy's still... the answer, man, isn't it? For yeah, this but short term. But he's leaving, so he's and not long term. At first, I was a bit upset with no Fardy, but now I've seen Dicky and uh, Hannigan. They look good. Yeah, but mm-hmm. Dicky, oh no, not Fardy. Fardy is in between. Dick he is Dick and Hannigan. He is. But... He's the in between. But. There's so many young back rowers mm. that you don't want to hold them back for too long. You want to expose them mm. to the camps, to the training, yada, yada, yada. And there are a lot of camps. A lot of camps. It's a lot of camps. Too many camps. Higginbotham? We, we were, were divided on him, weren't we, James? Yeah, well, just only, the only reason that I was into him was Checker was saying one of the things that they're working on was work rate. Hard work rate. And Higginbotham looked like he took that on board. He was doing everything. He was making like eight tackles in a row. He was right up the tackle count and he came off early. But this, this this frustrates me. Because I don't know how to agree with you. I'm not in for... I didn't think he played well. I'm not in for him playing well either. Yeah. I'm sorry. Busy. I thought oh, he tried maybe. too hard. Yeah, okay, busy. But I'm sorry, for an international player, busy doesn't cut it. Busy cuts it. <laughs> oh, come on. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. No, I don't think he's only spot next week. Oh, for me, if you compare him, and it's probably an unfair... Um, Comparison, but if you look at it, uh, the other eights around the world that are playing for Tier One nations, he's not—he's not anywhere near them, in my opinion. Oh yeah, because his ball carrying is pretty standard. Yeah. He's way too loose for that. He's and more also, of a white league, except not as good. Yeah, and also his work at the breakdown is—is is just his body position is really poor as well. Well, it's not his game, but now I just feel but like he he's pushed into that. He's pushed. But he has to be. To we get shouldn't be playing eight. Ball carrying eight shouldn't be the key jackal. Shouldn't be. No, I'm not saying that he has to jackal. He just needs to clear out potentially. He more does than what jersey he does grabs. He does yeah. so much. Yeah. My my concern with Higginbotham, he's a link number eight. He's that old school Stephen Hoyle's number eight who can pop up in the centres and hook guys up. These days, you need to be a ball carrier. Yeah. Um, when I look at Folatau, Vunapolo, who, God, the Lions are going to miss him. Oh, Although, absolutely. They're the future of number eight. Yeah. Kieran Reid's 
the guy who does it all. He's a link guy and a follow He's just a rare if breed. If you think about the, the link guys also, Parise could have been classified as yeah, a link yeah. guy. You but, know, they but they he still also, could yes, carry and play Absolutely. You know, the, 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 the French number eight, he was at Northampton last year, he's gone back to racing. Why can't I think of his Pick name right walls. now? Yeah, Picamos. He's a freak. Yes. Does you know he can do both those jobs? And I think that's what Higginbottom needs to work towards. Doing. Australia is crying out for a ball carrying eight. Um, I don't know. I would. This is crazy, but I'd like to see someone like uh, Tui from the Reds, the nineteen-year-old or twenty-year-old that they've brought into the squad. Lucan. Mm. I'd like to see him play eight because he's got a rugby league background, so he probably. His physique, his physique doesn't allow him to play eight though right he, now. He wants to be a six long term, I think. Yeah. But I just think the intricacies of the row will catch him out at international level. Yeah. But his ball running, once he thickens up when he's mm. 25, 26, he could be a dynamic eight. Mm. Um, I, I just think we need to start preparing someone for that role. Yeah, Because that's agree. a big hole. That's mm. probably what they're doing then. Maybe. Higginbotham short term too. Oh, very much so. He's not but, 2019. But no, he did. God, no. He did Don't deserve. Even say that. He did deserve it this Sorry. series. Sorry, Jim. <laughs> he did. Two weeks ago, we were swinging off and going. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. it's it's a different beast. Even though you're playing Fiji, international rugby is a different beast to Super Rugby. Yeah, we and know. God, he tried hard, Higginbotham. Yeah, he absolutely. did everything. Mm. Just didn't do that well. No. Uh, Row, we sort of discussed. Yeah, kind Coleman of. Coleman played well. Yeah. I still think two's a big problem. Tataf is under pressure, it will fucking fail, and Moore is just a bit old, and Latu's not great. I think the issue is, as well, the Australian starting hooker right now is not starting at super rugby level. No. Doesn't that doesn't that say something? How can you bring Tessman in? The dude's four hundred. No, I know. I'm just saying. You know, Man Ray four hundred. I don't share your concerns. I think Tataf for forty minutes is world class. His scrummaging's. Oh, it's, he's the best scrummager out his of any His defensive work, his carries, I, I he's just only got 40 minutes in him. Yeah, but the issue is who do you bring on yeah. after 40 minutes? But I'm fine with Tatar starting. I think he's a great hooker. Okay, but again, the question is who do you bring on after yeah. 40 minutes? Either more better find himself some form, or Latu better shore up his set piece. Mm. I mean, that's what we've got. Mm. Latu's too small. The, the, issue is, the issue is Stephen Moore's going to come on. He's going to play Italy. He'll play well against Italy because it's Italy. And then he'll play Scotland. He'll play against Scotland. Scotland's Scotland. next week. Is it Scotland next yeah, week? Yeah. Sorry. Then he'll play well against those two nations, and then everyone will be like, "Oh yeah, Stephen Moore's back. Stephen Moore's back." And then you'll play in the um, in the rugby championships, and he'll get eaten up again. We'll see. We'll see. I think he probably still deserves this season anyway, because there's no there's no incumbent. You're yeah, not that's, drop the, that's the only reason. You're yeah. not going to drop a bloke who can scrummage, line out, and maul. I did love the fact that a few weeks ago when we when we even had this chat, how do you feel about Stephen Moore being your captain? First game on the bench, son. Thanks it's for coming. It's a strange choice, isn't it? That's <laughs> yeah. just baffling. Yeah. And that's got to fuck with his confidence, too. Oh, completely. He's too old to give a fuck, man. It would take a lot to face Stephen Moore. Yeah, he's having two haircuts in a day. Yeah, he is having two haircuts yeah. in a day. That's money. The only thing I've seen him get fired at was that Coleman jab. That's it. Yeah. And what? Nothing yeah, else phases him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we should chat about a couple of Fijians before we leave this one. Yeah. Um, their fullback. What's, what's old mate saying? Hold on, let me get it up. I don't want to mispronounce. Oh, good luck. Um, good luck. I've just seen his name. Good luck. Murimuri Valu. Murimuri Valu. God, he was good. How hard's he to tackle? Yeah. He yeah. broke a tackle every single time he got the ball, and they're 14. Mm-hmm. They're just abundance of wingers. Yeah. He's so good. They're Not- seven. Diwai, Grub. He was their grub, yep. resident grub. Yep. He was. Nagusa was fucking quick. And how good was the combo of Olive Ola to Vuli Vuli? 
great combination there in say, the wasn't it? It was this it was a substandard combo. I just wanted to say it. Just, just who was it again? Do you want to repeat that? Uh, Volo Volo to Vuli Vuli. Ah, oh, oh, that combo. Is it just me or does um, Volo Volo grow a leg when he's not playing for the Rebels? Like we shat on him all season. Playing for the f- for Fiji looked alright against the Wallaby side. Yeah. Did you actually see? And I can't believe I'm saying this. He actually made a cover tackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A good one. Yeah. Like he saved a try. And he made a line was break. Was that that Falau one? Yeah. It was, yeah. It was, an, it was a... No, he tackled Kundrani out to save a try. Oh, yeah. did he? Yeah, forced him to touch. I, 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 yeah. I think that the biggest thing I love watching the Fijians play is their, their forwards are just... Okay, they don't do the grunt work which you need at international level at the times, but just their hands and just offloading and just... The, the pure physical they want strength. to keep it alive. yeah absolutely the strength <laughs> to get their hands out of the way and move it it's just it's good to watch and they're just big dudes so there's ad line there they're very big dudes I think Australia the reason we conceded certainly the first try is we just got caught playing their game mm. and that's what they do they drag and you can see how they could take some big scalps at a World Cup yeah. if people drag their game God I'd love international rugby to just make it compulsory. If you're Fiji, you have to play for Fiji. So Naholo, Karevi, Kurandra. No, half your team French... wouldn't half your team <laughs> wouldn't be Australian then, no? But it'd be fascinating to see that Fiji inside. I think they'd still just struggle up. Front. Do you know what? You're back three. You'd have to select between Spate, Korobetti, Naholo, Naivalo. Who would you pick? The French winger. Yeah. There's plenty of them. But yeah. Even there's a Rocket of Goodney. I think he's maybe Fijian. You'd be pushing some of those bikes into the centres. And then yeah. you have Karevi and Kurandrani. God, it'd be a dynamic side. Yeah, you could even put it'd Nathan... It'd be a team of wingers. No, you'd, like, you'd have Nathan Hughes. Like, he's the only Fijian yeah, forward yeah. I can think of. Nathan Hughes for England is, is Fijian. Any, any other Fijian forwards? No, a few back in the day for Australia. Radiki Samo and the like. Yeah. But, yeah, it'd be cool. I mean, it's such a shame. Oh, it is absolutely. And, but but and as, you, think, as, uh, as Henry Spake dives over in the corner for two, you're not you're not thinking it's a shame. Come on, <laughs> you're not thinking it's a shame. No, what do he thinks? As, well, they had dinner with them, like mm-hmm. you said. They're, they're not in for that. He, he sat there and was grinning like a Cheshire Cade. Like he's loving putting the gold on me. The concerning thing with that though, because he's that, meeting his KPIs. That's why. Oh yeah. International rugby hasn't done anything to rectify that issue because when you look at the Fiji side. There wasn't a bloke under 50. Like, it was a very old international side. Like, you go through the team, most of their forwards are in the The, hook, the hooker was... Most of their backs are 25 plus. The hook, Koto was 50. I think it was his 50th yeah. okay. that day, actually. Not okay. Cap. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> He's played three games. Um, and so I think they have done nothing to rectify young blokes mm. leaving Fiji to get paid. Yeah. Well, they can't, they can't challenge it. We Just like that we can't challenge the ones who want to go overseas. They can't right. do anything. Yeah. And if it's not rugby, it's the Melbourne Storm on the wing. Yeah. Yeah, God, they've had some Fijian wingers, haven't they? We were going through that the other day. Marcus Barr. Yeah. <laughs> some good wingers. Oh, you don't know him as well, Richard? No, I don't know Dan him. <laughs> no, I'm just looking at you going, whoopsie. Oh, sweet. So do you want to kick on to the Crusaders and the Lions? Mm. Let the record show that I'll be rooting for the Lions every game they play, Richard. You're born in England. It fucking comes out now, oh, doesn't it? Let the record show. Yeah. Against you the are... Blues, against the Crusaders. Fuck, we should cover the Blues game too. Because that was a Wednesday. How good's a midweek rugby game? Oh, it's good. It's the best. It's good. No, just when things are looking a bit grim at work. Just come home for a 5.35 and this week no, is the Highlanders. Oh, down oh down God, it's you know. How fucking sick was that Crusaders harker as well? Oh, that unbelievable. was chills. Yeah, that was unbelievable. Can, what, while we're on that, can we just say, did you go see the article about cultural appropriation, about how they shouldn't be doing it in the age of terror? 
because what? they do the throat slitting sign and because that's real. I thought real. that was banned anyway. Go fuck yourself. Man. I don't think it is, is it? I've seen... Uh... I'm, I'm for it. Yeah. Like, why change tradition? Oh, I agree. We were just saying, mate, if I was Captain Cook and I rocked up, I'd be like, all right, well, I'm going to just back up. <laughs> See you guys later. Yeah. You know, just you Catch know. you in it. Go back to bed, boys. Yeah. Nothing but water here. <laughs> we'll look for somewhere else. <laughs> Nothing to see here. No. Um, well, yeah. Wow. What a game of rugby. Can I just say in terms of who I was supporting, I actually had no idea leading into the series. Fuck off. You've been on. No. Just wait. But prior to the series, I was unsure because I thought, God, I'd love to see New Zealand humbled. And I think it would open up international rugby and change everything. But then I found myself watching it and just fucking hoping the Lions would lose. So I that's it. I'm going your, for all the Kiwi sides. I saw your tweets on Twitter. You were definitely rooting for the Kiwis. Well, in this game, the Kiwis were brutal. How bad was the refing? It was tough, mate. See, I don't think it was that bad. For me? Oh, you pom. <laughs> all right, pom boy yourself. <laughs> well, I can um, admit it. Look, just for me, two fundamental things. Everything else is always a bit grey. Could go this way, could go that way. For me, the scrums were a joke. Like a joke. I don't think the Lions dominated one scrum. Oh, they I did agree at the start. Put, I, they did I, at the start. The no, they just got penalties before they set the scrum. Because the thing was, they, first of all, the, the, under his guys, I'm not saying this right or not, the, the All Blacks, well, not All Blacks, the Crusaders were having an early engagement, so he first of all gave them a free kick, the, free kick, uh, the Lions, and then because they did it again, it goes to a full penalty. So that was what the first few penalties were for, because there was a, a, an early <laughs> engagement. That's how I read it. But the one that where I think it was, I can't remember who it was, on one side, got completely underneath the Lions guy, and the Lions guy popped up, and he gave it the Lions ball. Yeah, that's not that's wrong. It seemed premeditated, yeah, like the Lions are supposed to have the better scrum. But no, but so that, if but, I'm sure, but that was the All Blacks type fight. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The front row with the Crusaders is a better front row, yeah. a better scrummaging front row than what the Lions front row was. Come yeah, I, those decisions boggled my that mind. That was the only. That was and the, the offside line. No, I just think it's funny. Of all people, Kiwis moaning about being offside. Are you kidding me? They were up very, very quick. They you, were. Have you not seen the Kiwi teams play? They do exactly the same. Yeah, but it's because they don't commit at the breakdown that they found but, out so well. And that's what the Lions did. The Lions well didn't too. do it. I, I just thought there was a, a number of occasions where they'd crept offside and it was utterly ignored and really effective at shutting down their attack because mm. that extra half a metre is everything. And, and you know what? The, they are good enough players. They should be able to take half a metre step further back to give themselves It's obviously time. that anxiety of having dropped the one to the Blues like, and just wanting to be up for this one. I was saying the Crusaders need to just take an extra step further back if they're thinking that they're, they're, they're up by half a metre. They need to be able to adapt and think about the chip over the, the little chip over the top of the defence to be able to do something a little bit different. Fine if they're onside. If they're offside, they're offside. I, I like if they're half. just up quick, which they are, they've got mm. a very impressive defensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they were offside as many as many times as what people thought they would be. That's me. Tell you what was interesting, um, and it'll be interesting to hear what a Kiwi fan thinks, hearing the Kiwi commentators turn, because they're so pleasant, because they win fucking everything. Oh, I know, it's hilarious. The last 20, they hilarious. were proper spitting chips. Mm. Yeah, it's because they're not used to losing. Ever. No. Yeah. Completely. And you know what, put things aside, and a Kiwi would hopefully admit this, okay? Even if they said that they were offside at every breakdown, which they weren't, but and there was issues, the better team all ran, ultimately won the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They rocked them. The Crusaders yeah. weren't playing from the platform they usually do. No. And that's because I reckon the forwards just kind of ran over them a bit. Maybe not at scrum time. 
will go that way, but the, they definitely won the ruck. Yeah, no, I think tactical kicking. Yeah, I was just about to say, I think tactical kicking was the, was the, and the rush defence. Tactical was... kicking and the kick chase, whereas the Australian Super Rugby side, South African Super Rugby sides, try the tactical kicking, but they don't have the defensive line to support yeah. it, and they it's... get eaten up in counter-attack. No, Complete. they're making heaps of uncharacteristic errors. They were dropping it. That's not making a defensive But line. that's because the defensive line was so flat from, that, from Conor Murray's amazing kicking that there was no dog legs so and there was in super rugby he has time to catch it pretty much give it to someone else you spot where the dog leg is and you make 30 meters whereas in this this case there wasn't that suddenly you're looking at the guy coming just about to absolutely nail you rather than looking at the ball and he will nail you but they're gonna gary on their way through this that's what i was gonna ask you boys as lions fans is it concerning that with three games in now they've scored two tries in three games and their only attack is the tactical kicking Right now, uh, do you know what? Uh, when they're 25 out from the line, concerned. they've literally got nothing. Do you know what? To be perfectly honest with you right this time, you know this. If, you, if you've only been together three weeks, how hard is it to put together uh, a free-flowing, attacking-style game, linking, looking at all those combinations within three weeks? Yeah, it's tough, but I don't think they're going to be able to but do it. But they're playing the provincial sides. Like You'd think their one-on-one the, talent would be good But enough. the counter-argument is you're playing a provincial side that has been together for, for all season and so therefore <laughs> has got... Um, got all their patterns set up and also you, you're calling them provincial sides and yes they are but they're provincial sides um, littered with all blacks all the way through yes it is a concern you would say because you want them to be be really dynamic I just don't think you beat the all blacks by not scoring tries of course not they're good and for 50 two, points two tries in three mm-hmm. games and, don't get on the Lions defence will be and, tight and the thing is about it as well in that game I think they left three tries out there they probably butchered completely butchered Anthony Watson and the, the Williams the Crusaders yeah, yeah. And so I wouldn't say it's a, it's a bigger concern. Um, oh, it's a massive concern. Any points that the Lions can come up with is going to be a multiple of three. If, do you know what? If they win, doesn't really matter. Well, that's the point. Well, th- this right. is the thing, though. That when that's that one kick that went through. I know, it clearly kick. went that over. Was that's, you know, it's not a goal if it goes over the post. It has but to I go don't, inside. But didn't it go it was, it was definitely inside. Yeah, I thought it was inside. But if it's like projected to touch any part of the post, it's not oh, okay. supposed to be given. Fair enough. I thought it was... At first, I was like, hang on, that's a goal. But yeah. then when I read the rules, like mm. someone tweeted the rules. Oh, okay. Um, fair enough, call. Yeah. Rules. Yeah, yeah rules. I, I, I don't know. They were abiding by them that day. Yeah. Oh. Sure. Oh, oh, oh. Surely um, the Lions benefited, sounds horrible, from Davies' injury, though, because it just made Gatlin go away from Crash Bash 12-13. From whose injury, sorry? Davies 13. Oh, sorry. Um, by, by having Sexton and Farrell, at least they're a little more yes. lateral and Tio was a channel yeah. wider. I think we had this conversation probably about six months ago that we thought that that was going to be the, convers- the, the, the combination. Even the commentators said that, that it's going to be Sexton yeah. 10, Farrell 12. Mm. I think it has to. I mean, I'm, I, I know Farrell can defend like a motherfucker, but that it still worries me. Um Defensively, the traffic that those two five eights yeah. will have coming at them. They're, they're, look, they are two of the best tackling. Yeah, you know, but Farrell missed two tackles that were that got the uh, Crusaders. You know, absolutely. So yeah, there is there is worries, but I don't think. I think for us moving forward, you talk about being an attacking and scoring tries. I think we're going to score more tries by having a Sexton Farrell two pivot options or two, I, I, two I agree, absolutely. than having Farrell, who is clearly. The safer and better fly half than than, than Sexton, mm. um, and then having a, a Tio and Williams or Tio and Davis Tio. and Tio and Ringrose if he comes in or or Henshaw. While we're um Tio's chatting, good, while, while mm-hmm. we're chatting fly halves, can Dembiga just go home? 
He thought he was so shit. shit. Against the Blues, that was horrendous. He was scared of getting tackled. Yeah, he looks uncoordinated. He always has that. I just don't say, have you not watched him? Yeah, yeah, but, but when he's playing bad, he looks like... Real bad. Real bad. Go home, mate. It is Sexton and Farrell. See ya. Then oh, Hog completely. comes into 10 next. Oh no! Well, Hog, yeah. If if he's in, yeah. in the last Lions tour in Australia, Hog was the yeah. um, was the extra ten. So you just go home, damn bigger. It's really harsh, but I kind of agree. He's rubbish, mate. It's dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, you could take Reese Webb with him. He's not that much better. He's true. not. No. Yeah. Um, I was really disappointed because Reese Webb has actually played really well for Wales. He's really, really slow. He played really like in the Six Nations, he did really well, and even against New Zealand last year when Wales toured, Reese Webb played really well. However, the back end of the season, and even in the game he played the other day, whether it was because he wasn't comfortable with the people around him, yes, he was so slow, laboured in his kicking, his passing, he just wasn't up to speed. Is Warren Gatling going to slowly learn that none of the Welsh boys makes this side? Webb, bigger, uh, Williams on the wing, Warburton, none of them are in the 15. I can't believe Gatlin's still coaching this team. Yeah, that's what shocks me. It's like, is he still coaching 2007 tactics? The the issue with, and we had this conversation ages ago. Because they came and beat us, is that what you're going to say? No, I was actually going to say that when the decision was made, it was who was going to coach them. Joe Smith had only recently just become Ireland coach, and you can't reward someone who just turned out. Eddie Jones had only just literally been the, the England coach at that point, so you probably he ruled himself out anyway. And then suddenly you're not going to reward the Scottish guy who's at that point, Vern Cotter and Scotland were shit. I understand it's, so it's why it's last past the post or whatever, but yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm not shit. completely opposed to a dark horse. Yeah. Get a Graham Henry in there. Oh, no. Jesus, that would be a strange one. <laughs> Um, it, it, look, it, it, Joe Smith is, is, and Eddie Jones are probably both better options as coaches, but I understand why. Warren Gatlin is stuck in a time machine, mate. He's mm. coaching like it's 2007. Oh, I agree with you. I'm, and I just think the All Blacks set up are just licking their lips, not letting any of their provincial teams reveal their counter to that. And, 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 and they will say, the Lions will say that they're hiding things as well. I'm not sure whether they are or not. We don't really know. Did, did Gatlin make... Oh, hello. It was too easy, I had to say it. Did Gatlin um, do a pretty big fucking faux pas after the Blues loss when he said, well, you know, we understand that there's not that big of a step up from New Zealand yes, super sides. Yes, idiot, yes. There's a pretty big step up from their fifth-ranked super rugby side yes, you're and a dick the mate. All Blacks. And you also got, uh, he got really defensive about when someone asked him about Warren Ball as well. Yeah. Like, seriously. What's Warren Ball? Centres crash it up. Yeah. Oh, Nine right. and ten do up and unders. Uh, his, his social etiquette and his media skills are seriously lacking. Seriously lacking. Still, I'm not ruling out the Lions at any stage. Oh, their no. goal kicking is so good. Uh, Bowden Barrett's not the best goal kicker, and they're so good defensively that they could rattle And that's anyone. the thing. When you put your, your first choice 15, and, and we're probably getting closer to knowing what that first choice 15 is, it will be, that's, that's when you'll see the true uh, Lions um, back play come out, hopefully. Hopefully they're training together as a, as, a, uh, as a back line, and that will create a bit more continuity. I think it's really it's easy in inverted commas, or it's quicker to, to get through defence than what it is to, to create that, do that creativity. So Something's got to give. I just can't see that team beating New Zealand. But that team um, probably won't, no. The thing is, though, what scared me is Sky Sports picked their 15 today... Mm-hmm. And it was pretty much the team that beat the Crusaders. Interesting. Bar one or two changes. Mm-hmm. And I don't think... I think they need a few more changes. Oh, right? yeah, completely. Right. So you you boys have both watched, obviously, the two games so far. And it's, and it's difficult to judge on two two performances. But 
Do you want to pick a three team? now, isn't it? Three. Well, yeah. If you complete the Bye Bye's game, yeah. Do you want to pick it? Do you want to pick a team? Yeah, fuck it. Let's pick a team. Yeah, for the, for the Lions. Yeah, the rugby report card. Lions team for the first test. Do we start at fullback? Because like, who gives a fuck about forwards? Well, oh, hold yeah. on. Hang on. Hang on. I do. I do. Just kidding. <laughs> um, we can start in the front row. Yeah, start start at front row. Um, I think Dan Coles is got to be a scrummager at tight head. Is he different to Dan Cole? Dan Cole. Yeah, rather. Okay. I did the Kiwi bloke. He's yeah. jump sides. <laughs> Please do. Please do. Yeah. If he could, though. Yeah, it would be. Um, yeah, I would. I would say um, Dan Cole is 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 a better is a better scrummager. Um, he also jackals the ball as well. And then you've got Furlong, who offers a little more yeah. around the park. Have to play the last so game. we're all in a green stance. Cole is going to be in there. <laughs> we'll, we'll put the three jersey on. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, a hooker is a bit of, is is a conversational one actually because Jamie George, if if him and uh, and Cruz obviously played together at Sarries. Cruz ran the line out yesterday. George and him worked well together. Good either, and it worked really well. His line out throwing is really good. How and he's really mobile. Again, his scrummaging is an issue. Okay, um, so do you go with Ken Owens, who comes on, um, who is probably the better scrummer? Yes, because for me, the Lions, you've got to play your strengths, yeah. which is scrum line out, more kick. Yeah. Like, if you just concede those to try and get the, parity the, at the other aspects, you're going to get But the, the counter-argument is, I would say, the George Cruz combination in the line-out will be more effective. Yeah, I, I think the line-out will be functioning yeah. quite well by that time. So are we, are we going with Owens? I would, yeah. Okay. In my opinion. Go Ken. <laughs> Big up Ken. No Rory Best, no? I think he's just outside. Okay. Um, on the other side, I don't actually think Bonapolo should start. I think he's he, tough, he did, though, isn't it? He did really well in the loose yesterday and I think he does really and, and the same with England I think he's fantastic to bring on in that 50-60 mark to suddenly become that elusive player ball carrying get over the game line every time I'm just not sure again scrum time will be refereed it's two French referees in the two tests but but is Joe Marler that much shock at scrummaging yeah he's much better than what than what Bonapolo is I think I just still have those memories of him getting destroyed at the World Cup, Joe yeah. Marler. So Did you say there's two French referees in the All Blacks games? Yeah. yeah. All Blacks something are must fucked. something must be lost in translation when they did the rules. Because every time a French ref who, who refed the uh, it's just a Northern Hemisphere version against the Southern. No, Hemisphere No, but even version. I find when the British guys and stuff come over, they're a little more on the ball, or it's just the the language thing, or I don't know Maybe. what it is. It's the French refs. It's there's something going on. They're getting a reputation amongst people. Let's talk in the town. People are talking. People are talking. They still get getting employed, so they must be doing something, right? Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, two second rows. I think this is really actually an interesting one. I we spoke about this briefly before. I don't think we're going to be in too much of a disagreement in this team. No, I don't think we are either. No. But I think back row will probably become the disagreement actually. Um, second row. Sorry, Cruz and Win Jones. Yeah. I think that for, for me, um, I think what an amazing thing to have when you can have Courtney Laws or Maro Otoji to come off the bench. And oh, make Courtney Laws overrated. Yeah, I'm so, so not in for Laws. Otoji's fucking phenomenal, and I'd probably find a spot for him at six. I'd want, yeah. I just want him on the field almost. He's uh, so yeah, good. I don't think he, he won't play six. There's, yeah. there's other blokes who, will, who are better him at six, but yeah, Otoji's a freak as well. But I just think, for, and mentioned beforehand, coming off the bench after 60 minutes, 50, 60 minutes, I just think Otoje is going to make such a big difference. You know, yeah. just the way he gets around. He's such a mobile, mobile, and mobile. And that's pretty player. huge if you can bring Vinopolo 
Toji. Mm-hmm. It's just he just can't come on at the seventy second. It's just not no, the time for him to break it no, open. I agree with you completely. You've got to be careful with that. And and Alan Wynn Jones is is a leader, and that's what the Lions need. They need leaders. My only all concern over the is that this five we've picked is very good at set piece and very but fuck that New Zealand five so mobile. Mm-hmm. When you look at guys like Retallic, like they're so mobile. Mm-hmm. I, if it if the ref allows it to open up at all, these guys could be chasing the tails. Yep. Mm. I'm going to go Sean O'Brien at seven. Yeah, normally, a se- normally uh, at seven. I-, I think he's he's a better seven than Warburton, but I think he'll pick Warburton. I know he was injured yesterday, but I think I've I got will... a feeling Warburton will play the mid. Warburton's game. played two games in three months. He's had that. Oh, he's injured. injured. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I he just didn't... don't think he can play the first Test match. No, I agree. And I think you've almost got an excuse not to pick him. Oh, I, I agree. However, when you picked a captain and Gatlin and him Stephen get on incredibly well. Okay, true. <laughs> I just think he will pick him. But yeah, I agree. I don't think he's the best seven. I don't think he's... A, even Tipperick is a better seven than him. Yeah. I'm not saying pick, pick Tipperick, but I'm just saying even in the Welsh team, um, they've been playing him at six recently. So yeah, sure, the, uh, uh, Sean O'Brien at seven, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. I would say CJ Stander more so than uh, Omani at six. I, I haven't seen enough of Omani. I've CJ Sander, what I've seen a lot. Yeah. So he's, uh, uh, you know what you um, in the Ireland Kiwi game earlier on this year. He was a break. Yeah. So for me, CJ Sander plays at six. He's such a good, he's a, such a good ball carrier and gets over the ball as well. Eight Folatel. I don't think there's any question that yeah. it has to be. God, Folletel. they miss Vunapolo. It would have been Vunapolo for me. But, oh uh, yeah. But um, <laughs> is not a bad replacement. Nine Connor Murray, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Fix himself. We said ten and twelve, yeah, which is Sexton Farrell. Yeah, do you think that actually start with um, because you could put Sexton on the bench, and this was probably the, the idea that if you put Farrell at ten to start with, and then you shore it up with the, your two options of maybe Henshaw and To as your Henshaw defensive. shit. Yeah, but he's defensively he's sound. You know, without Jonathan Davis, this is you shore it up for the first bit, and then in the second half. I don't know. You, you bring Sexton on, you shift Farrell I don't, across. because I think if you go Sexton and Farrell, you can have a really good bench. Yeah. Because you've got two playmakers on the field, so you can pick a cool inside back and an outside back who are ball runners. Yeah. And then you can change the game up whenever yeah. you need to. Oh. So I like it, Farrell and Sexton. Yeah, I agree. Sexton and, and Farrell's 10-12. Davies 13? No. No, I don't For think... me, Ben Tia. The other also issue with, with Jonathan Davis is the fact that if he's failed a HIA, which I think he has, means he cannot train. He can't play next week and he can't train for a while. So I doubt that he'll, they'll throw him straight into a, into a test match. Without yeah, I'm not upset with Tio in there. Uh, m- well. Mine's Tio. It's only um, lack of experience at 13. It's also his, it's also his, he, look, he can get over the gain line. His passing is one of those instances where he passed to Liam Williams like two feet in the air when he yeah. was in that one. It's a rugby league player, mate. They don't pass. Uh, it's true. But yeah, probably Tio at 13. I think so. But that made me think. Fucking hell, Australia sucks. Because Tio was a good rugby union, a rugby league player. Mm. It wasn't the best. How mm. much talent is there in the NRL? God, I wish some of those boys yeah. played rugby. Or oh, Danny, really Danny Solomona, wasn't he a rugby league yeah. player? Then yeah. went over to England. And apparently, I haven't seen it because it wasn't on TV anyway. He scored a last-minute try that was an absolute cracker. And look at all our converts. There's so much talent in the NRL. Mm. Fucking heaps of talent. In the NRL reserve Because that's where the talent. cash is in 19, 20, 21. Yeah, in Australia. Yeah, if you make it to the top 10 in Australia, the cash is in rugby. But mm. if you're outside that, mm. it's in league. Anyway, enough about Australia. Yeah, back three. For me, I'll just go really quickly. It's uh, Watson, yeah, Watson on one wing, Hogg at fullback if fit, yeah. um, and then the other wing is obviously George North. Yeah. 
And that North versus Surveyor battle oh, is just going to be epic. Insane. Yep. Um, Hogs fitness is the question mark. Yep. Um, if he's not fit, I don't go half penny. You go Watson? Yeah, I probably put Watson Williams or, or the Williams to fullback. Yeah. Whatever. Well, Watson plays, I'm sure Watson plays fullback for Bath anyway. Yeah, and he played and bloody well last night. Yeah. So I'm just not the biggest Williams. I'm not that hot on him. I just remember him last year. He had a great series. He did. He did. Well, that, yeah, well, that, that'd be my 15. Yeah, but then if you matched up your Kiwi side against that, woof, yeah, it's fucking a, exciting. It is. And Let's not do that. That took us an hour to pick that yeah. team. Okay, no no sure. one's listening anymore. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> my dad doesn't even listen. Just to cover the other results, the Kiwis had a pretty convincing win against France. South Africa, you mean? South Africa. Doctors. Sorry, yeah, South Africa. Well, no, fucking um, thing. Yeah, just disappointing for me to see Surfentine and Creel in the centres. That's didn't... actually that's what I thought. I thought that was the only place they they lacked a little bit. I thought they 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 struggled in the centres. Especially when um, they Creel got even... a meat pie though. Yeah, but they don't even play when the Blues play. They don't even play as a centre partnership for the Blues, do they? Bulls. The Bulls. Bulls. Sorry, Bulls. Sorry, they don't even play that together there. Because hasn't Creel been playing fullback? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a strange run. Now, Creel's um, been a bit lost with all that. Now that yeah. he's getting thrown around, where's his position, that style. And Serpentine hasn't even played every game in the centres for the Bulls either. I, I don't know. It's a strange choice. I thought uh, Kutsia at fullback was a great decision, an inspired choice. Had a blinder. I thought Zhenchi's controlled the game, and him and Cronier was a really nice combination happening there. They were playing with a lot of confidence, the Bockies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a second string for inside. That's the thing. Yeah. I think they're in the same spot as Australia. Well, like, the... it was tough to please enough. Oh, and they've completely. got a similar score line. Love the love Cronia the, uh, um, try, by the way. The, the big line-out throw to the back, who had whitely moved over the 15 and then popped it back inside for Cronia to score another post. Mm. Love that kind of stuff. Beautiful. I think as long as they have marks on the field, they're going to be a good side. He is so fucking good. He's yeah. very good. Yeah. He's fast very... becoming the best hooker in the world. He is yeah. very good. Very good. I'll give you that. Hey, that definitely. Uh, Mostert had his first run on, and he he was a bit Higginbotham for me. Higginbotham for me. He wanted to do so much. Is that, that the parameter, was... by the way? Well, I think it's like when you try too hard, no, I, I'm you not, never I'm... make an impact. You're playing like Higginbotham. I'm, 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 not, I'm <laughs> yeah. not denying that that's the, the case, but <laughs> we're something like Edsabeth just sort of mulls around, but when he makes his move, yeah. it's gonna hurt. Yeah, mm. watch yourself. Um, Mahoja and Khaleesi and Whiteley is a good back row. Yeah, good back row. Just you, um, some... So Potential on. for growth there. What do you think of the Skozan um, penalty try? The one, where, like, was it really a penalty try? Like, yeah, he pulled him a little bit, but he, was he really getting there? I don't know. Yeah, you got to. You got to be 110% to award a penalty try. Mm. And it was 110%. Okay. Did they give a yellow as well? Well, that was my next question. So then they get a yellow. So not only did they. Uh, yeah, they for me, a... they've redone it. If you're giving a penalty try, they've been penalised. Correct. That would move. That was my point. Yeah. So if, you, if you, you've you been double done. I never double understand. Done. I've double never done. understood that rule. It's a crazy double. rule. Double. <laughs> crazy, crazy rule. Yeah. Um, do you have the signs of progression for, for South Africa? I think I still... so. I think they're in a similar spot to Australia. Yeah. Um, but while we're on that, I think both suffer from playing so much rugby against New Zealand. I don't think either is as bad as we think they are. I think they're just so down on confidence because we just have to play these super rugby sides. Mm. Like the Crusaders and Blues, Blues beat four nations. The Crusaders almost beat four the nations. The caveat to that is it's not a... Okay, yeah. Four nations, Richard. Count it's them like out. they did. Scotland, and... England, Ireland, 
<laughs> you struggled there a little bit. He was nervous. Yeah, he really was. Um, so I just think like I think it's it sucks for these guys. I don't think they're as bad as we think they are. I think New Zealand rugby is at its zenith. Like it is fucking amazing. Oh, completely. Um, and then these guys are down on confidence. Mm. But when you see them together against a team that can beat, they're good players. Yeah, but you say they get you know, when we normally look about. I don't know. It was the cheaters versus someone. When you play a worse team, you do look like an like a freak. Yeah, but, yeah. but yeah. just so much rugby against New Zealand has destroyed the South Africa. Would be confidence. that if they're the benchmark, New Zealand. I know we've got to rise to it. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Oh yeah, this. I don't want to run and hide, but yeah. it's hard though. We know what happens when you run at people. It's hard to rise. It's hard to run out of rise. Sorry, rise. <laughs> Thinking about running and hiding. <laughs> it's hard to rise from week in, week out because they're just fucking yeah. down. And I wonder the Lions too, especially that fucking crazy decision to play a midday game, a midweek game before the first test. But that's that game's that game doesn't mean anything. No, I know, but it's, that's going to be. The I just record. wonder if no. they're going to be. They won't by the time that third test rolls around. Or even the second test. It's going to be some hurt bodies. Because eh? it's it's a lot. Like, And I think that's what happens to us in the Super Rugby. We can fucking get up the 60 minutes against a Kiwi side. And one week we'll play real good against one. Mate, we travel to Wellington the next week. We're not. Yeah, like, but the problem, the difference is after... you're at, I agree, you play really well for 60 minutes and then no disrespect to the Australian team. The bench. The, the bench, bench is yeah. pretty horseshit. Whereas at least with the Lions, they've got players that are coming on that are still of international yeah. calibre. That that's that could be the difference. But I understand what you're saying. But that, that Just the attrition of being in New Zealand yeah. for two um, months or Potentially months as well months. with the game plan, which we all think is going to happen, they're going to be their bodies are going to be on the line a lot. Yeah. But that, that, that game before the, the first test, you think about it, it's always there. The Brumbies game. You know what? You put your dirt trackers in there. All those guys are really upset because they've not made the first test team, so they're going to lose it. Let's be honest. That's going to be another loss on the record because you save all your test players for that first round, that first big test. Oh, round. obviously you do, but yeah. I, even your bench players, some of those guys have to play that week. And no, not really. Like they've got a, they've got they've got forty. They've got a score of forty-one blokes. Yeah, I think it's just a silly decision to, yeah. to play that game. If the squad's forty-one, well, then there's two guys that are backing up because you need well five because you need forty-six, twenty-three on each team. And then you throw in some injuries. There's blokes backing up. What's Granted, they probably sit on the bench. So you got yeah. So oh, I don't know. I just think yeah, I just it's a crazy decision, yeah. and it makes it hard. It makes yeah. it hard for them. Do you want to finish off with the uh, <laughs> with the round sixteen game of the, uh, the the Super Rugby? Sure. Yeah, Hurricanes Chiefs. Great result for the Chiefs. Just finish off uh, to 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 really put pressure on the Canes, and so therefore we still imagine that the Canes are going to finish second because they play. Um, well, actually, they, they they play Crusaders. Oh, Crusaders last game. Yeah, and the Chiefs get a, they, they got an easy game against the Brumbies. So, uh, oh, it's top of our conference, buddy. <laughs> I just threw that out there just to get a reaction. Um, but I, I, it was interesting the battle. It was pinned as a battle between Barrett and McKenzie again. McKenzie not getting picked in that in that all black squad. That sucks for him. I'd be pretty upset. Mm. I'd be looking at the dollars. Danny Mar and Geordie Barrett's phenomenal, and he. And he offers 10 and 15 concretely, but so does McKenzie. Yeah. The, the, uh, and must that, be looking uh, for combinations. It must be. But yeah. uh, the, other argument, the other argument I read the other day was the fact that they just want to encourage... They're both going to be in the all-black system long-term. So, you know, McKenzie got in it last year and got on, uh, in there and understood the culture, and it's just Geordie Barrett's turn to, you know... Is that what they said? Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> I, 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 
I think I'd be heartbroken <laughs> if I was McKenna. I think they've just listened to the Rugby Report report card and um, they've listened to Blake say that they just want to put the least amount of surnames on the pitch at yeah, one time. So they're going to have yeah, three Barretts, a few Smithies, a couple of Smiths as yeah. well. Get that family up. culture. Yeah, absolutely. Encourage them to reproduce so they can just keep spitting out all blacks. Yeah. But what a fucking good round of rugby. That was so much fun. And how good to for us as Aussie fans to sit down and watch whoa, whoa, our whoa, whoa, team whoa, whoa. win. Yeah, I was genuinely smiling. Can I just make that clear? I was supporting Fiji. No, I'm sure you were. Us, I was pointing at me and James. Just because they got the Union is, Jack on that flag. This, this is this Fiji and this is colonist. Audio. This is audio. You're colonist. You're, he's the colonist too as well then. <laughs> um, it was so good to just watch my team win and it never really ever being in doubt. Yeah, we'll get used to it, mate, because I caught a bit of that Italy-Scotland game and they're posing a no threat. <laughs> yeah, they looked fucking hard. You know what? Scotland didn't look that bad. They got, they got it done. Italy are... Uh, Atrocious. Uh, how, get out of the Six Nations. Do you know what? At the moment, I think I'd rather have Georgia in the Six Nations yeah. rather than Italy. Right? And watch Italy's yeah. under-20s. Mm. They look okay. Just pick them yeah. next year. Australia did well in the under-20s. All right. Go fuck yourself. We should have won that game too. <laughs> that wasn't a try. England beat us by one point. Of course they did. Cricket, what, cricket went well. Go no, okay, fuck it. yourself, mate. <laughs> Um, I feel like we've just got... It doesn't rain every week. <sighs> the um, Haguares beat uh, England as... Oh, no, they lost to England, didn't they? By four the Haguares lost to England. <laughs> Haguares lost to hang England. On, hang, on, hang on, are we, are we, are we, skipping, are we skipping over the Hurricanes Chiefs that much? We're yeah, get, uh, get it's the international shit. season. We're going to get some shit for, for not playing. Uh, international season. <laughs> okay, fair enough. We're still covering the Super Rugby with the yeah, Haguares. But England, are you getting up over the Haguares? Yeah, it's it's interesting. The Haguaris didn't wear orange or black this time. They did wear blue and white hoops yeah, in their shirts. Still played uh, like the Haguaris. Yeah, they did. Still a found bit. a way to lose. Um, and do you know what? There was a stat that someone said that England had England th- A. Yeah, England England A. Basically, had thirty players missing from that, from either from injury, from lines call up, etc. Yeah, the Haguaris have regressed. Oh, completely. Yeah, um, they're rubbish. And uh, it should be a real, real credit to England the way that they, they stepped up. A couple of mentions that the Curry brothers mentioned before. I think there's like 19. He's a real star of the future. Mm. Um, real seven. He played exceptionally well. A couple of other mentions as well. Uh, George Ford, as much as he scored a try, looked a lot better on with front football. Um, more that running guy that we know he is. However, for long-term development for England, he probably is not going to make that if Tio really continues to step up yeah, yeah they like Joseph and his feet going on the outside so um, real good signs and it just shows that the the amount of depth that there is in England rugby at the moment and under 20s are doing well as well and I'm not just saying that to wind yeah, you up right. we do well at the end of 20s every time and it's just trying to get that make that progression from the 20s into into the into the next level a couple of mentions for some people that didn't make the trip Christian Wade scores tries for fun for, for Wasps, didn't make it surprised about that because I don't think we've had a podcast since the England... No one knows who you're talking about, man. Yeah, some people who do, mate. Who the fuck is Christian Wade? He's a very good winger. He's, he's probably the best finisher. He's probably the best finisher. Now, why isn't he in the Lions then? Huh? He, he was four years ago. Was he? So yeah. he's old. No. He didn't, shouldn't have probably made the Lions four years ago. <laughs> but he made it. It was one of the bolters last time. Uh, but, you know, a few other... Uh, a few other people are going to stake their claim on that trip. But yes, England A, fantastic that they... That they and, and Eddie Jones keeps going. Just yeah. keeps 
building a yeah. culture and he's just exposed a whole new bunch of blokes to it completely and a lot, of, a lot of fresh new faces you say they're going to earn their caps that if when it comes around the June series or the Autumn International sorry you got a number of players you can pick from oh, it sucks because I can't really comment because this one wasn't broadcast oh, Haguaras versus England A but when you look at the Haguaras side it's, fuck, it's good mate why are they so shit I didn't watch it I can't explain but it's frustrating I, I, for the same reason they shit every week yeah it's been a long season for the Haguaris, and they're the only Super Rugby side that's just got to play through. Exactly right. Yeah. But the thing <laughs> is, we spoke, yeah, we spoke about Bonus this. point loss. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. You have a bonus point loss. The Haguaris got a bonus point loss, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Um, should we predict next week? So, oh, here we go. Yeah. Tonga, Wales. No, nah, midweek game. <laughs> midweek game first. Highlanders, Lions. Lions. Um, <laughs> I reckon the All Blacks, because the All Blacks are supposed to be playing Samoa this week. Will the Highlanders feel a full strength up? I don't know. I don't know. This makes it very hard to tip. I think if the Highlanders do feel a full strength side, Lions could be in trouble. Because that 15 blokes that ran on, and the guys that played a lot off the bench, won't play. Because you're not going to make them back up four days later. Um, it's probably their lesser side playing. And I wouldn't say... The Highlanders are a step down from the Crusaders, potentially a step up. Yeah, if the Highlanders actually pick their first choice team, for for me, they'll probably they will actually win the game because I think the platform that the forwards will set. Um, the, the well, set I just reckon team. they'll get matched on the platform. Yeah, and that's their game. Yeah, just kind of stick away at the set piece and then quick counter ruck counter plays, which can work because we can see that the Lions can't defend that overly well. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're saying the Lions can't defend? The counter the counterattack, oh. yeah. No, they can, though. They, they, they can. Kick chase was very amazing. good against the Crusaders. I but that's it. them defending it. Huh? I'm confused. It's the same team. Yeah. It's a long podcast. <laughs> that's You said it with conviction, though. Yeah, I know. I that's know. them <laughs> defending it. It's a very that? long podcast this week. There's a lot of rugby. Yeah. You don't like rugby, do you? He doesn't like rugby, no. apparently. He's saying there and he wants to support the I Lions. know Ben Smith's recovering from a concussion, so I don't think it will be a strength. No, but they still have Smith. They still put Soppawanger in. Uh, you know, just them for, two on their own. In fact, you want to smash people missing out. Yeah, Osborne, Osborne didn't play for Fiji because he wanted to play for the Highlanders uh, against the Lions, so yeah. he'll be on one wing. Naholo. Naholo on the other wing. You ben know. Smith plays. Liam Squire. Yeah. I just wonder if the Highlanders' tight five can hold it. Probably. Just. That, yeah, and it'll just, just be whether they can hold it up front or, mm. or they'll lose because they play such a territory game yeah. themselves if they struggle, strum a line out. It'd be interesting though, this game as well, because he's talked about making sure that giving everybody a start in the first few So games. this could be the one. So he's given everybody a start. So it'd be interesting to see... Payne, what... Joseph, all those sorts of blokes they haven't got on yet. They have. Oh, they have now? They have. Every guy's had a start. So Payne and Joseph started against the Barbies in the first game. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see. Obviously, it'll be hard for the majority of the guys from Saturday to back up. Um, but it'll be interesting to see who he picks. Yep. Um, well, yeah, so you know which one are you going? Uh, Depends on the Highlanders. Yeah. But if, they pick a full, if they pick a full-strength team, the Highlanders, I'm going to go for the Highlanders. Or the Lions is going to finally start building, and that win changes everything. Let's fingers crossed, eh? Even though you want every Kiwi Still team. Still haven't picked yeah. a team. I just... Yeah, we did. We said Highlanders. the Highlanders. Pick us you you can't do it with an if. You well, can't we don't know do who's it with playing. an if. Do you know what? What's... Pick a team. Take a risk. Fuck. Who are you picking? The Lions. <laughs> I told you at the start I'm going for them every game. 
Uh, Islanders. Yeah, same. Right, done. New Zealand, Samoa, New Zealand. Fuck, you're a pessimistic bomb. Australia, New Zealand, Samoa. You've known me for this long now. All Blacks. Mm -hmm. All Blacks playing next weekend. Yep. Didn't know that. It's really unfair for them to go into a Lions test without a game under their belt. Yeah, that's true. Fuck, some are in trouble. Although I reckon the All Blacks hide everything. Mate, why do they? Why? But, but why? We know what's coming. They're going to be shit hot whichever way. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. You know, surprises. No. Anyway, New Zealand will win. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, if, if New Zealand are playing that game, then I might, I might choose change to the Lions to win that. Yeah, because they all blacks want to play. Yeah, yeah Lions to beat the Highlanders. Yeah, go the Lions. Um, we got Fiji, Italy. Fiji, I reckon, will get up. Yeah. They look pretty hot. Italy is shit. Australia to beat Scotland. Uh, don't just say that, though. They fucking... Hey, hey, you were calling me pessimistic a minute No, ago. they've beaten us in Australia. Oh, and, they beat and... You, and they beat you in the last World Cup as well. <laughs> yeah. <but> <laughs> they <laughs> pretty dog. much beat us at the last World Cup. I mean, no, no, no Stuart Hogg, no, they, no they... Laidlaw, but... Yeah, they got a few other players not playing as well, so... Yeah, no. I didn't recognise many names. We better win or I'm fucking taking out lawn bowls. So that you know what? Part of me really wants Scotland to win to go and watch you play lawn bowls. <laughs> we did it last weekend. Yeah. South Africa, France. Yeah, South Africa will get up again. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Haguaras v England. Haguaras v England A. I reckon the Haguaras, uh, they're so shit. England A to win. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact how you've made this into such to to really not make it like really about England Day doing really well. You've just made it that I can't give it up reference. to England Day. All right, the Haguaros suck. They do suck. All right. Um, all right, Jesus, it's been a long one, but I want to throw another one at you. Yeah, go. It's time to have a whinge, isn't it? We've been all positive and shit. Yeah, no, we, no, we, we haven't. Fucking policing that. Don't let's be positive again. <laughs> um, no good, Jim. I thought that was excellent, actually. <laughs> Thank you. No. Um, I wanted to have a bitch about ticket prices. Yeah. Oh, ticket, because... price, ticket prices about... Oh, so we're allowed to shit on the admin now? Yeah, yeah, we're getting to it now, because no one's listening now. Yeah, right, that's true. Fuck them. Yeah. So let's oh. rip in. So wow. my point on the ticket that's, that's team... Big. The admin yeah. Yeah. is can't go... There are two games in Sydney, uh, Scotland and the All Blacks. We can't go to Scotland game. We've got a wedding. Got a wedding. Mm. So, looking at the All Black game, I was like, fuck, that'd be cool to go out to. Great game. You can pay 70 bucks for a dog shit ticket. So, you're thinking, all right, I don't want that ticket. I don't want to sit behind the post. To sit anywhere... You need binoculars for that ticket yeah, as well, to don't sit you? anywhere where it's worth showing up Because it is, is it at ANZ or Alliance? Uh, ANZ. Oh, yeah, you definitely need binoculars. But um, post. 170 bucks a ticket to wow. sit in the decent seats. Wow. But they're not even the good seats. They're just like, all right, I can actually... See the game. $170. Are they like a try line, dead ball line? No, that's behind the pillar that I holds think the it's... stadium up. <laughs> no, it's like 22 and around the corners. Oh. They're 170 Wow. Could you dumb. imagine if you want to take like your partner oh, but you and your kids what? and shit? I can't s sit here and shit on it because I've paid a, I've paid £100, which is about 170 It's 170 odd. But that stadium is going to be sold out if you don't get it. This is yeah. paying 170 and it's going to be half full. Mm, true. Half empty. Like, I could cop it if supply and demand... <laughs> yeah, like, tricking them there is a supply and demand. Yeah, if they had a genuine case for it, I'd be like, well, I'm a pleb, too bad for me. Yeah. Watch it on TV. And well, the Fox Hill coverage is yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. It's much better than the Channel 10 coverage. I Ooh, don't but... shit on Gordon Bray, though. No, it's the HD, mate. Fucking yeah, it's the it's HD. It's Yeah, it's not good. Um, um, but, yeah, in terms of ticket prices as well, going back to it, I would much rather, for particular the, the games against the Fiji, the Scotland, the Italy... 
Just make them really cheap. And fill it up. Fill it up. Yeah, agreed. Fill it up. Mm. Get even some people give away, Even give away to free clubs. tickets to, to like kids or clubs or, you know what, for every adult ticket, you can get a really reduced child ticket or something to just get people in there to play. From what it looks like, the AAU has imploded. This week, Build Corps pulled out a million dollars. BMW has pulled out their sponsorship. Fuck All yeah. in the same week. Fuck yeah, why? why, why because they need, to, they need to be taught a lesson, man. If they just keep doing what they always do and everyone's just throwing the same amount of cash at it, they need to be shaken at the core Build for Co- change to occur. Build Corp essentially said, the meetings are very pleasant, but nothing gets done. Yeah. And yeah. Build Corp wanted to push women's rugby and get behind that. Fuck and, yeah. and nothing was done for it. Yeah, exactly. Dude, th- th- something needs to do. If you send a tweet, nothing changes. Shit needs to burn. What happens if yeah. it gets shaken so much that it falls apart completely in the game? And we're Italy. Yeah. I moved then to we're New Italy, Zealand. man. I and then we're Italy. No, I moved to New Zealand and just say start saying fosh and chops and shit like that. It'd be great. <laughs> Could you say that again? No, no, just we'll, we'll push on. Uh, <laughs> look, the issue, I just thought it was mentioned at the beginning. It's really sad that you've got this Arvo test series. Is it? Why isn't there a flagship sponsor? Because no one's paying, mate. Everyone's pulled out. And then Melbourne was a quarter full. The Rebels don't deserve a side. If they can't fucking fill up a stadium for the Wallabies' first test of the season. See you, Rebels. Yeah, and it was a great sh- game. Good rugby. Yeah, but yeah the was, rugby's good. It's the administration we get the shit to. But at the same time, going back to ticket prices, if you reduce them, then maybe it will be filled up. Because, again, rugby's not a... Uh, it's know. cheaper to fly to Melbourne than it is to attend the game. Yeah. That's mental. 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 I'll tell you what, the true talk of the town is, I was in an Uber... Yeah, the Uber driver. What do you say? Was spitting chips because he grew up playing rugby, moved out to the spitting bush, chips? played fush and chips. Were you, um, were you inebriated at the time? No, no, no. This, okay. No, I was. I was with it. Um, grew up playing rugby, played bush rugby. His kids played rugby, um, but now he's moved back in Sydney. He always goes out to the rugby league because there's a there's games on before it. The girls' games, the stadium's full. He went out to a rugby game the other year. It cost him his Uber salary, like six months, um, and. Hush. And uh, he said he got there and the stadium was a quarter full until 20 minutes into the game. And it peaked at about half full. And at full time, full time. There was just nothing doing. No vibe, no anything. 25 bucks to get to a league game, man. Yeah. Would you, AFL gets 100 there. Is it because the game. market's saturated, though? There's like six games going on in Sydney in any given one weekend, whereas in the uh, Union, you, if you don't go to the Tars, you're not going to a game. Yeah, and they don't play But the counter-argument to that is if there's six games going on in Sydney, <laughs> then that's, that actually should make your attendances smaller because you've spread League your League attendance overseas. isn't great either, though, to be fair. But they're bigger than what the Tars get. But what I'm saying is if you add, added up every one of those six Sydney games together... They would treble the amount that it's going to a, oh, a, yeah. a Tars game. Oh yeah, yeah. The administration's ugly at mm. the moment. Ugly, ugly, ugly. In, in addition, by the way, talking about ticket prices, I saw someone post um, the ticket prices for the game but, uh, that was in Tong Samoa. Yeah, so, that was. Oh yeah, Jesus so Christ. Let's just not just shit on the ARU. It's not just them. It's whether it, that came from New Zealand rugby or whether it came from the Blues themselves. Their minimum wage is a dollar seventy. I know, and for a good ticket, you're looking at four hundred bucks, wasn't it? Something like that, or two hundred bucks? Yeah, way too much cash. Two hundred and seventy New Zealand dollars, I think it was. So it was like fifty bucks. Or it makes no sense. Who's crunching <laughs> these numbers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
don't think anyone heard that. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, so it's not 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 just uh, the ARU. The uh, whoever that was, they need to rethink that. Nah, well. if you trace that paper trail, it's the ARU. Yeah, really. <laughs> okay, bro. You need to do something to make us not look so bad. Yeah, please, please. So what what's the crux of it? We fucking love rugby. We love the rugby. The administration's looking bad. Mm. Looking real bad at the yeah. moment. Yeah. There's no easy it'll, answer. And I just think it'll continue to look bad. Yeah. No, I agree. Something has to happen. What is the final? What's going to be the final straw? Administration change. Get some fucking charisma. Mm. It's just so boring. Just middle-aged, rich white dudes mm. talking at us. Shut up. Yeah, even the commentary could even spruik up a bit. Mm. I like some of them, but I also dislike some of them. Yeah. I'm not going to name. But names. that's a Fox Sports thing, isn't it? Ten. Well, it all comes down to the selling and marketing of the game. Yeah. I also hate, by the way, on Channel 10, something good happens. And we're just going to go to a break now. Yeah, going to get paid, though. Oh, yeah. But Gordon Bray and the random facts he knows. Oh, it's outstanding. It while, outstanding. While we're just bitching, because no one's listening at this point. It's been out for three hours. Yeah. Um, I'm back. I've got a second win. <laughs> the uh, TMO, why do they speak like oh. old English legal system? Dear television advisor can we award let's just speak Clarence has no try knocked on by red but in the motion of propelling forward the (laughs) momentum of the player has does a fucking try or not and by the way Falau did knock that on for that first try no I thought he he did too yes he did try time baby I thought he did I think you had your green and and gold goggles on again mate and my jersey good 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 yeah, I thought he did. Clean up the TMO. Sure. That bunker thing in the league so Fucking, painful. I don't know. I honestly think this. We're always watching. Just have a feed straight to our lounge room and we'll let you know within 30 seconds. Yeah. And if it's no ever longer than that, you can charge us a mil. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. whoa, a mil? Yeah, because we'll just make the call. I only need one camera angle. Yeah. Nah, no try. Next. Push on. And while it's we're great. at it, LBW's in the <laughs> Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, the, no, the bunker's not that much quicker, though, is it? No, the, bunker, bunker's, the bunker's, bunker's quick. Gone, bunker's and it's, gone good. No, 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 I'm saying the bunker in the league's good, and it's yeah. really clear. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, it's live feed to the ref, it's to not the pompous crowd, either. and to us. And it's like, I thought number you six Gary, oh, Gary, I gotta try. You gotta try to. Yeah, Gary's gotta try to try. Just get a KFC zinger box up. Yeah, got the zinger box. Alright, thanks, Gary. What the try? Captain Mick, Mick, Mick. Yeah, we gotta try, Mick. Alright. So that's good. Or should a whistle or just blow it? Where are you from? Ah, uh, it's getting out of hand now. Should we wrap up? West. <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh, oh dear. Oh, well, yeah. What else can we shit on? <laughs> I'm launching. Yeah, just this is a long weekend. You know, just a long podcast. Just shit on everything. We haven't mentioned uh, Callum Retallick. Do you want to shit on him, even though he didn't play this week? Or? Yeah, he was shit this week. Yeah, if I... he didn't spend every day in the training paddock this week. He he's should be go. lifting weights right now. He probably fell over. But then he would have... <laughs> yeah, well, his ego would have been tinted as well. Oh, so oh, because right. they signed that dude. Jeff Parling. Yeah. I don't reckon it would have been. No. <laughs> anyway, this is getting out of hand. Should yeah, we wrap yeah. up? Thanks for listening. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Mm. It's, 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 yeah. What, what are we? I don't know, man. We're oh, something. Under, no. un, rugby underscore podcast. Rugby yeah. underscore podcast. Yeah. And that's where you find the rugby report card. Thanks for listening if you've made it this long.